0: You are listening to JCAS Journey, the inaugural podcast of the JCAS Network. For more information about other JCAS Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome back to JCAS Journey. I'm your host, Daron Raskay. How are you? Um, you know, so last week I was, I uh, last episode, which was two weeks ago, I I talked about the decision to. Uh, to, to move on uh, and, and do JCAST Network full time, um, and it got me thinking um, about an issue that it's again it's tangential to the to the to the creation of JCAST Network, but it's just something I've been thinking about a lot, um, partially because the job I left was one of these organizations. But I don't believe that the issue has to do at all with the organization in specific, Um, and I really wonder uh, what you all think um, about this topic. It's really just something that's kind of been playing around in my head, and I wanted to share it. It's probably going to be a pretty short uh, episode, Um, something I just was thinking about and I was reflecting on and wanted to think maybe I was getting it wrong, maybe I wasn't seeing all of the sides to it, Um, and so I welcome your thoughts uh, on the topic. Now, what's the topic, Darun? Um, I was wondering what you all thought about umbrella organizations. Um, I, I uh, use the term umbrella organizations, which is different than a national organization, because I've worked for a number of national organizations, and I've worked for a number of umbrella organizations, and I've worked for a number, uh, I've worked for a few local organizations. And I think those are three separate... Uh, Types um, with missions that are very different, and with compl- you know issues that are very complicated. Um, and I just wonder what other people think. Am I out of my mind? Am I? Do I have something here, or there, or there, or there? Um, and what do people think? Um, here's my reflection. Um, a local organization. You know who your client is because you see them. You can see them walking the halls, you can see them getting services, you can see them, you can reach out to them, they can reach out to you. Um, So, kind of the mission becomes very clear. A local organization could be a school, a local organization could be a health services, uh, social services, uh, direct, and you know, generally this kind of direct contact and between the service provider and the client. Um, Then there's the national organization. Now, the national organization, um, because unless it's really, really large, you have less connection to the uh, client, direct client, um, because you're in one locality and they're in another, and hopefully you're creating uh, opportunities for them and maybe uh, reaching out and being together uh, occasionally. Um, but you're not really kind of day-to-day being able to impact them or see how your work is impacting uh, them. Uh, And then there's the umbrella organization. And the umbrella organization's constituency is so different because their constituency is not any individual client, but it's an umbrella organization for other for, for local or national organizations. So, rather than reaching out to a person or a a end user, you're reaching out to an institution, well, I guess staff members on that institution. Um and therefore you're kind of at least one step and maybe two or three or five steps removed from the from the person you're touching, from the person who's gaining uh the benefit from the work you're doing. Now, I hadn't even thought about it until just now, what kind of an organization do I believe Jcast Network is? Um, and I think that the, the reality is, of those three, I think we're a national organization. Um, a national organization with too little touch, um, because although we reach out to to all of you many times a week through our different podcasts, we actually don't interact with you directly um, nearly enough. And I wish I could figure out ways to have more contact, connection, interaction um, than we currently do. But I do think that we are working directly with a client, you, the listener. Um, even though we're not actually touching each other or speaking to each or the communication is primarily a unidirectional one way, um, I do think that we have uh, we are doing something in 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 that vein um, the but okay so so then the third piece is is this 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 umbrella organization and that's where I'm getting stuck so I've worked for two uh, umbrella organizations um, in my in my professional career um, and I think each one of them had a really hard time in that figuring out how to be su- figuring out success is complicated, um, and remembering who your end user uh, is complicated. Um, how do you deal with? Uh, so one of the, one of the organizations I worked with worked for uh, is now called. Uh, JFNA, Jewish Federations of North America. It used to be United Jewish Communities. It's had a hundred names over the past uh, over its history. But when I was there, it was called UJC, United Jewish Communities, and their work was to support the local Jewish federations. The federation system is one of the main ways that 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 uh, that philanthropic dollars from the Jewish community gets, gets uh, raised, funds get raised, and then distributed locally, or to Israel, to, or to the international community. Um, but JFNA did not raise money. Um, JFNA pretty much didn't really even distribute much money. JFNA supported the local federations, which supported the local institutions, which supported the individuals. Um, and that four, five, seven steps removed made it really kind of complicated on how to to understand the mission. So the mission, yes, I want to support the local federations, um, but every federation needed something so different. Um, I always said that they're, one of the greatest successes that they did, one of the greatest pieces that they produced was um, they did they did card blanks they did rushana cards and they printed them and they got wonderful colors and they were able to afford to you know get an artist to create them and they were blanks, so a local federation, a small federation, could call them and say, "We need these cards, but we can 't afford to have a designer or a printer so we would send them to them, or they would pay for them, or whatever, I don't remember exactly how it worked, but that was an amazing resource for the local federation. Um, or we would say, oh, we need a, you know, this was a number of years ago, we need a website, and we had FedWeb, which was a kind of, you can unpack it and play with it, and give a feder- you know a federation without a huge budget, without a huge uh, staff, could then have a, a presence on, on, on the internet. And I think that was an, another really great, Service now, these services were not useful to the large federations, which wanted their own websites, which wanted their own cardstock, um, which had the power to the, the the staff available to create their own um, speakers bureau. Um, and so there was a, di- a disconnect in that we were really only able to, su- in that way, only able to support the, bi- the small federations. And in other things we did, we could only support the big federations, but we still weren't actually supporting a client, a human being in need. Now, hopefully, by doing the work, by sending out a Rosh Hashanah card, the local federation was able to connect to the local person, but somehow it felt disconnected. So, like and and and, and RavSak, a great organization is not supporting teachers specifically it's not supporting students although we do have a few student programs or we did have a, they still do i am just no longer there um but i think that because so many schools have such different needs that figuring out how to be best supportive how to create a you know a business to business kind of institution is complicated and uh I don't know. I just I just thought that the idea of the umbrella organization is just one that, that I've been kind of wrestling with and what are ways that a, a, a umbrella organization can make sure that they're having direct interaction, contact uh, impact not just on an institution, not on a building, but on people. Because isn't that really what it's all about? It's about people? I don't know. Well, that's what I've been kind of wrestling with for the past couple months, a uh, couple weeks, um, and just wanted your feedback. What do you think? Am I totally off base? Are, are umbrella organizations as powerful and useful and helpful? Um, is there a way that they could be more powerful and useful and helpful? Um, is the fact that they have a grand scale and are able to impact such a larger audience, uh, does that outweigh the fact that they're not directly impacting the people? Would love your feedback. Uh, Looking forward to talking to you again in a couple weeks. And thanks so much.